Good evening, glory, hallelujah to you. What's your story? What's going through you? It's Wednesday night, and this is the glorified version of a Bass and Talk Show. I'm your host, uh, Pat Renwick. Welcome. Welcome aboard, Bass Galaxy. Hello. Hello. Yes. Tonight we meet the bridge. We meet the bridge tonight. If you know what I'm saying, uh, is bass fishing a sport? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, too. Let's prove it tonight. Uh, we have an amazing guest forum panel tonight. Uh, first off, for the first ever time on this show uh, from the NFL, representing the NFL, Brian Robinson. Yes. That's a, that's a, uh, a sport, right? Football. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh, from representing the NHL. Dustin Bufflin, the big buff. Woo! Wow. Yeah, it happened. First time ever on the Stray Cast show. The buff's a hard guy to get. I had to go actually go through Mick Jagger to get buff on the show. Uh, and representing uh, the Bassmasters, Bass Angler Sportsman Society, uh, is the one and only Bass Elite Champion, Jeff Gussie Gustafson. Yes. Gus. Been on the show quite a few times, the old Gus has. And uh, coming back to the Stray Cast show, I believe for the second time, uh, and multiple times at the Forest Wood Cup, uh, one of our faves uh, representing Major League Fishing, Cody Meyer. That's right, Cody Meyer. That's tonight. All that's tonight in a Bassin Pro Athlete Forum. That's right, hold on. Hold on to that. Hey, uh, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, this is the magic of a bass fishing talk show. Every week it gets more funnerness. You know what I mean? Uh, speaking of more funnerness, uh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the reddest-headed producer like a producer on a producer should be. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Andrew Ellenberger. He is the ginger ninja. Ginge. What's going on? How you feeling? Great. Looking it's, forward to this. Yeah, it's a pro athlete show. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. You know what I mean? We got athletes. We have rock stars, athletes, all kinds of stuff going on on the straight it's cast glorified wild, version. Wild few weeks of a bass and uh, talk show. Hey, uh, you know, speaking of wild, you know whose birthday it was yesterday? Wild girl Cassie Robertson. Oh, yeah, I did. See yes, Matt's wife, Cassie. <laughs> Happy birthday, Cass. We got her. A Kevin Malone impersonator stripper from The Office. Yes, she loved it. She loved it. That was awesome. Uh, Speaking of awesome, OmniaFishing.com quickly becoming the premier source in the Basque Galaxy uh, to purchase tackle online. OmniaFishing.com specials galore. And guess what? Uh, The wintertime is here. Did I say blade baits? Ginge, did I say blade baits? One more time. Blade baits. Uh, They got blade baits over there. Uh, Check them out. Uh, Tell Pistol Pete that the ginger ninja, Andy, sent you. Yeah. That's the deal. Right there. (laughs) Hey, uh, Tin Cup uh, Word of the Week. Uh, Luke Foley and Tin Cup Whiskey. Yep. Drink responsibly. Don't fall in. Uh, The Tin Cup Word of the Week is going to be athlete. How about athlete? Hey, Ginch, hold your tongue and say athlete. No, I don't Do think it. We'll get fine. Do it, Ginch. Okay, if you hear the word athlete, there you go. Hey, okay, if you hear the word athlete, uh, you can take a sip of uh, tin cup whiskey. You could uh, choose Coca-Cola. Uh, last week it was Squirt. 
whatever you may choose. Yeah, it feels 50 50. <laughs> you can choose that. Uh, and we remind you, please drink responsibly. Whenever you hear the word athlete, uh, take a sip. That's right. That's right. Take a sip and slide along. Hey, uh, guess what? Speaking of sliding along, that's what we're doing, Ginge. And Straycast is the place to win stuff. On Wednesday night, the glorified version of a Bass and Talk show. You can win stuff. And um, our good bud, who we, who we met, uh, who the whole Bass Galaxy met last week, uh, Patterson from Sims, is get this, Ginge. Get this, because he likes, he likes all our guests, but he especially likes Gussie and Cody. Yeah. All right, yeah. And uh, he's giving away, dude, a pro dry jacket tonight. That's like a six hundred dollar value, Another dude. Another one? Yeah, he's nuts. Holy he's freaking shit. nuts. That's he's dude. absolutely out dude. of his gazunga. Wow, he's nuts. Everybody wants the uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Brian Robinson and uh, and Buff. You guys are not eligible for this, so but please like and share the the fo- uh, the post. But uh, um, hey, I mean that's amazing. It's that easy. Take it off a of private. First off, so you're eligible, so we can see you. Uh, like and share this live Facebook feed, and you are entered. Uh, and uh, Gus and uh, Cody are going to uh, tell the winner at the end of the show here. So, uh, yeah, that's a big deal. Thank you, Sims Fishing, for your contribution again. And again to Straycast in 2022. Yikes. Big, big time, big time. Uh, I want to say a special shout-out to my bud Dan Bervarney because uh, – the fall is bait time, Ginge. You know what I'm saying? Bait, bait, bait. Mm-hmm. And there's a color uh, at BrevarneBaits.com. It's called Bucky. Say it again. <laughs> Bucky. Say it again with me. Bucky. Uh, the seesaw. One zell, two zells, three zells, and the seesaw saw the Buckingham. Seesaw, buck out, lucky. No, Bucky. Bucky is an amazing shad duplication, and it's a living rubber uh, skirt, a white living rubber with red tinsel. Red tinsel perfect uh this time of year put your favorite uh uh uh, swimming uh, type swim bait deal behind it and uh get to wind and get to wind and um oh ginch hey uh pardon me uh what's going on on lake norman coming up next weekend our buddy paul garrett yes sent something in the team special op survivors tournament again Oh, yeah, M- uh, Mark McGowan deal. The Mark McGowan deal. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, November yeah. November 13th. Okay. Out of Lake Norman, out of Queens Landing. Yes, yes. Uh, 150 per team, $20, $20, big fish option, two-man, five-fish five limit. Uh, it's a great cause. Those guys are awesome. We see them guys a lot. Uh, and that's for Scott Sather. Yep. I go, think I'm saying right, yep. Scott Sather. Yep. Yes. And then uh, go support them. They're awesome dudes. Okay, and, where do, and how do they find out about it how, if you're in the area? Specialopsurvivors.com. Dot kindful.com. That's their website. And then you can find them on Facebook as well. That is a mouthful. Spe- yeah, is a Special Ops Survivors Kind? Dot Kindful. Dot Kindful. Dot com. Dot com. Special Ops Survivors Dot Kindful. Dot com. Or on Facebook. Or on Facebook. Special yep. Ops Survivors. And it's under Special Ops Survivors Outdoor Team on the Facebook. Nice. Go right. support them. They're awesome dudes. Speaking of special, we need a special favor again. From you, Bass Galaxy. Uh, before we put the power poles down, we want you to give every single bit of positive energy and prayer and good healing thoughts um, to our friend Aaron Martins. Uh, with that being said, let's put these power poles down and let's come back. 
with some pro athletes. Let's have a good time. Bassin and sports. Don't go anywhere. Pat Renwick, we're coming right back. Nobody wants to run out of power when they're on the water. There is a better way. Introducing the Charge Marine Power Management Station from PowerPole that does the work of three devices, a traditional battery charger, a charge on the run, and an emergency start system. PowerPole Charge. TH Marine HydroWave H2 KVD Edition is a surefire way to ignite a feeding frenzy. The HydroWave utilizes a sound emitting technology that imitates bait fish and other feeding fish below the surface that preys on the competitive nature of bass and other game fish to get you more bites. The HydroWave is another way that TH Marine has you covered from transom to trolling motor. Step up your game. It has been said that professionals are only as good as the tools they work with. And Alpha Angler has developed the ultimate set of tools for you, the competitive angler. Alpha Angler Custom Rods, brought to fruition by the passion of Master Craftsman Jake Boomer and 2017 BASS Angler of the Year, Brandon Palinick. Alpha Angler Rods are custom made in the USA designed and engineered to be perfect. Alpha Angler utilizes a very unconventional approach to making the very best bass rods, from drop shotting to flipping. Alpha Angler's focus is on building perfectly balanced tournament grade bass rods at an affordable price. Join the Alpha Lusion today and purchase direct at alphaangler.com. Step up your game, alphaangler.com. As a professional angler, I rely on my equipment to be successful on the water, and my eyewear is no exception. Oh, yep, yep, good one. Six pounder, seven pounder. From daylight till dark, every single day of my life, in the truck, on the water, my Amphibia eye gear provide 100% polarized protection. They're ANSI safety rated for impact, and best of all, they float. Welcome back, welcome back. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty neat, pretty neat. I'm Pat Renwick. This is the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show. And uh, we are beyond stoked to bring you now. Oh, wait, let, let me remind you first, if you haven't already, like and share this live Facebook feed for a chance to win a Sims Pro Dry Rain Jacket. Rain Jacket, that's right. Like and share the live Facebook feed. But wait, get this. 
ladies and gentlemen, we have assembled here tonight a band of Avengers, some super athletes, to poise the question to you, the Bass Galaxy. Is professional bass fishing a legitimate sport? Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever on this show, and please hold your applause until the end. Mr. Brian Roberts. Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson. I'm clapping, and I said to hold your applause. Sorry. Cody Meyer. The amazing Cody Meyer. Jeff Gussie Gustafson. The amazing Jeff Gussie. And for the first time ever, America's sweetheart, ladies and gentlemen, Dustin Bufflin, Big Buff. Bass Galaxy, give it up for this band of super athletes. Wow. Wow. Yikes. How you guys doing? What's happening, guys? Doing good, man. I'm, I'm stoked to see Gussie's garage, dude. Learn all these secrets. <laughs> he's got bait. Look how much bait he's got. Holy yeah, cow. It's a bit of a mess right now, but we're, uh, we're getting... We're going to start organizing. We're about to freeze up here in about another week or two. So you can, I've been unloading uh, my boat here. You can kind of see. Yeah, look at that mess. Holy cow. Uh, Buff, Buff, you've seen his boat messier than that, Buff. I know that. That is true. That actually looks pretty good right now. (laughs) (laughs) Good to see you, Buff. Welcome to the Straight Cash Show. Good to see you guys. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. Dude, it's it's our pleasure. And um, and I got to tell you, Brian Robinson over there, you look kind of scary, dude. You're very intimidating. Is he frozen? Are you frozen, Brian? Because you you look like he looks like... yeah, that's the kind of guy you don't want to owe money to. You know what I'm saying, Gus? The way Brian Robinson looks frozen right now. Wait, there he is. What's that? Hey, can who's bigger out of you and Brian? I I don't know. God, jeez. I don't know. Hey, you there, Brian? Do we got you, Brian? I think that was the look he gave Aaron Rodgers, man. <laughs> uh, he was the last guy to ever sack Brett Favre in the NFL. So imagine, yeah, imagine that deal right there. Dang. Uh, holy cow. Well, it's good to have you guys here. I mean, I've assembled you Avengers because um, oftentimes uh, professional bass fishing is criticized as not being a legitimate sport. And, um, as we know uh, that uh, that that big buff and and B Rob both come from quote unquote legitimate sports, so we're we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> look at you laughing, Gus. So we're hey, Brian. Do we have you yet, Brian? I think you, so. Can you hear me, ladies and gentlemen? It's Brian Robinson. Yes, old yes. number ninety six. Yes. Thank <laughs> God we got you. I'm excited to have you, Brian. Good. Good. Yes. You sound like a dominant. Excited to be on, man. I uh, I went through a lot. I went through a lot to get on here. <laughs> yes, it's a. We have a very excruciating uh, interview process and a rigorous uh, dexterity and uh, stamina test, and you pass them all. So thank you for doing all that. By the way, you did amazing, Brian. <laughs> amazing. Hey, Buff. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> hey, let, let's. I want to start with you real quick, Buff. I mean, um, uh, first off, um, cool that you're doing a, a bass fishing show. And I want to first off thank you for bringing a, a Stanley Cup to our hometown, Chicago, here. Thank you so much, Buff. 
for doing that. Yes. <laughs> yes. You, you are. No I mean, problem. we are for we are forever grateful uh, for that. Yeah. Uh, there's there's no doubt about it, man. Um, you you uh, I mean, you're a late bloomer, and look at you now. You're like uh, you know, like Gus was saying, you're 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 a giant buff, but you're a late bloomer, and uh, you know, eighth round eighth round pick. And you, you ended up being uh, one of the greatest NHL players of all time. Like, for real, bud. <laughs> like, that's, that's, I know you're like, uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, I appreciate it. I mean, yeah. I mean, just follow your dreams. You just keep working hard. You can, you know, you never know what could happen. Yeah, exactly. And hold that thought, please, Buff, about dreams. But, I mean, like, l- look at this. Over 500 total points in the nhl for a defense guy i mean you're forward for a while but i mean come on dude that's pretty good bro you're like yeah. uh i mean you know that's that's uh that that's that's good stuff good stats dude your first ever game hey hey cody gus brian get this his first ever nhl game scores a goal bang first goal of the game bang <laughs> That's how he does it. That's buff yep. style. That's buff style, right? You got to enter one way or the yeah. other. Buff. Meyer, I like Cody, it. Don't be I like it. When he gets to your stat line, it's going to be just the same same stuff. Like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, yeah. I sat Brett Favre before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Robinson? Cody uh, sacked Brett Favre, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in my dreams. <laughs> Dude, uh, do you uh, – hey, Buff, you think the, uh, the the Rockford Ice Hogs miss you, bud? You think they miss you over there in Rockford? Yeah. Yeah, I think the whole team does. <laughs> You're the greatest that ever was out of the, out of the Rockford Ice Hogs, bro. Good old Rockford. Yeah, I didn't get to spend too much time there. <laughs> Thank God, man. Thank God, dude. But hey, um, here's the here's the thing that I admire the most about you. All right, Buff, I gotta tell you this. Um, basically, this is not a true story that I made up, like we often do here on Stray Cast. But um, you pretty much told the NHL. Uh, I, I think you were with uh, who were you with? Toronto at the time, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I don't know. I Winnipeg, said so. I was one of them Canadians. I don't know, Gus. It was one of them damn Canadians. But uh, <laughs> I'm chirping. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, anyway, like you were basically like, um, hey, I don't want to play anymore. And then you tried to say, oh, my ankle hurts. But you were really like. Yeah, it's you know I'm not going to do this anymore. You turned down about fourteen million dollars. That's pretty badass, Buff. <laughs> yeah, there's one way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How else could you look at it? You want a bass fish? You want to go fishing? And you want to be with your family? That's pretty badass. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. I mean, there's other things to go with it. I mean, it's a grind. There's a lot of mental. There's a lot of you know, a lot of other things that go with everything. So yeah, you know, decision was, and it is what it is. So I'm happy. Um, I think the family's pretty happy. 
we're in Minnesota. We get to fish and do whatever we want now. So yeah, I mean, kids are all in hockey now, so it's exciting. And that's what life's about, right? I think for everyone viewing and everyone obviously on the panel is is to be happy, right? I mean, that's that's the goal. And and you would you say you bid you paid your dues in the NHL, Buff? Oh yeah. Okay. I definitely definitely do. Gotcha. So it was time. You're in Atlanta, Pat. Like that's paying your dues. Yeah. <laughs> and Chicago, pretty rough. Both those cities. Hey, when I got to Chicago, like can... everyone was going there to. Yeah, not their career was not doing very well. <laughs> when I first got there, we were not very good. Right, and and, and uh, you know, well, Thrasher, the Thrashers too. I mean, like in Atlanta, like I don't yeah. know. It's like you, you. That's how you end up in Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude i mean but hey um and an honor to have you on the show and the uh the real reason uh that you're here is that you're ate up with bass fishing and that's what we love about you you're one of our our favorite bassin athletes if that is uh if that is a thing um let's uh let's um uh let's talk uh, a little bit uh, about our our next guy on the panel here mr brian robinson do we got you loud and clear now brian i sure as hell oh gosh thank god it's good to hear you dude it's good to hear you goodness gracious yeah i have moved around this property so much just buying a signal (laughs) when we here's it speaking of a signal brian when we have rick clon on the show and this is totally true he has an act he can only get a signal in one spot at his house and there's an x on his patio and he's done this show like wrapped up in the winter in blankets on that x spot <laughs> i mean i believe it I, I can sympathize with the guy because i get I, I literally get service in like three spots on our ranch and i literally just had to drive out of my driveway to roll over to a spot so i can get service well dude we we appreciate that man we we we, we appreciate uh, you doing that and it's and it's been a long time coming we're glad you're here on the straight cash show that is a hundred percent sure dude um you're you're one of my favorites you're one of the og long hairs of, of the uh of the of the nfl and i admire that about you um also the hook set dance come on cody meyer the you know what i'm saying the b rob hook set dance come on mm-hmm. dude i turn oh, yeah. i see on espn the other day they were chirping you and uh oh spe- yeah, yeah. i mean chirping you dude like yeah. i mean your your boy didn't even stand up for you your old teamy i'm telling you like, I, mean, I don't know if you saw it, but I had to call him out on social media. That that's just that's just bogus. Like they were they called I believe they called the hook set dance ridiculous. Buff, they called his hook set dance ridiculous. They just don't understand. <laughs> that's all it is. They just don't understand. <laughs> See well, it's true because literally my, my dance was flipping a jig on a bed and catching a fish off a bed. And Teddy Bruschi says, catch him on that topwater big guy. And I'm like, all right, just stick to talking about football. Yeah, he was trying to be all hip. You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) uh, unreal, dude. But, uh, hey, I still remember the time uh, that uh, that you ran back a 61-yard touchdown against the Bears. I remember that. Yes, sir. I was like, "Eh." yes, sir. That that was, I think, and also that was the first time we ever heard the phrase, let's go, Brandon. 
when uh, when you scored that touchdown, actually. It might have been. Yes, I think might that's the been. first time in, in history ever, man. Hey, uh, we already um, uh, talked about this. I don't know if you heard us because you were frozen, but you're the last player to ever sack Brett Favre. Yes, sir. Yikes. Yes, I am. Yikes, you knocked his lights out. You were. I, I got him, and, and and you know what's cool? Like probably the coolest thing I've ever received as a as a player when I retired was I've got a picture sitting up in my house, and if I had service in my house, I would show you this. <laughs> but I've got a picture of me sacking Brett Favre, and Brett Favre signed it and said, "You're lucky I tripped." So uh, pretty cool little piece for the house. <laughs> That's outstanding, man. That's hey, could you could you sack uh, Buff? I don't know. Buff's a big guy, man. And, and hey, let me put this out there. Okay. So we've got some mutual friends of mine and Buff's. And Ooh, okay. Dude, I think this has been a long time coming. I would like to extend the invitation and go to Minnesota or have him come to Texas and let's get on a boat together. Oh, gosh, yes. Absolutely, Buff. Oh, man. Oh, man. And you're right. Actually, you your, your mutual friends just happened, too. I just talked to him the other day. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> awesome. You guys have a mutual friend, uh, and and Buff just talked to him the other day, and it, you guys are going, you guys are going bassing. See, this is the magic of a bass fishing talk show. <laughs> this, see Cody Meyer, you see how this happens. I like it. You know what I mean? You see this? We make pals. We make pals happen here. <laughs> well, me and Cody's been talking about it for years too, so we got to get together and. I don't know Gussie as well, but hell, I'd love to get invited for a trip up to Canada one day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, we're all getting it together. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Well, you know, and and while we're at it, hell, I'm coming too, guys. Why not? Why not? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Buff's <laughs> not invited because he was up here <laughs> weeks ago, one of our last tournaments of the year, and he beat my ass. So, oh, I heard all about oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's when but when Buff FaceTimed me when I was at the Wendy's drive-thru. I was getting Frosties, and I get a FaceTime from Buff. Yep. <laughs> True story there. <laughs> Crazier things have happened. And uh, and I think Gussie even talked to the cashier for a while. I told her she that he was a Bassmaster Elite Series champion. She gave zero Fs, actually. We and told her <laughs> that you were actually normal, and uh, apparently she let you go. So. <laughs> <laughs> Barely got out of that one. Hey, um, amazing career in the NFL, Brian Robinson. I mean, dude, you're a force to be reckoned with, a beast, an absolute beast, uh, no, no doubt about it. And again, you are here because your passion – like all of ours here tonight, is bass fishing. That's the common denominator. Okay, that's what we're bringing together, which now brings our professional bass fishermen. Now, let's, let's, Gus, we, we've had you on quite a bit, so let's talk to Cody first, okay? If, if, if that's cool with you. And now, 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 Cody, I, I don't know, I, like, Gus, you might know this, I don't know this about Cody, but get this, Buff, you collect pollen, is that true, Cody? Oh gosh, you're so, a you're a pollen collector. Hey, Brian, he collects pollen. What the heck is no? So listen to this. So, okay, first of all, I know it looks like I'm in the love shack here, Pat. But I, I see actually, if the van's rocking, if the if the sauna's rocking, don't come knocking. Don't come and Man, knock. Just Halloween. <laughs> Still got my costume. No, hey, seriously, <laughs> we're in a little cabin in Idaho. But the pollen. 
so the pollen, I became a pollen picker once upon a time. A pollen and, picker. Uh, you know, I was trying picker. to get my wife through school a long time ago. And this guy came to me and he said, hey, um, you want to make some extra cash? And I said, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And so we went and we picked pollen off trees. We processed pollen. Uh, it was actually to help a guy make allergy shots to give you the shot and you become immune to the thing. So once oh. upon a time, yes, I was a pollen picker, got stung by bees many times, but Hey, that was, that was like, made you uh, tough. made them tough, buff, made them tough, made them tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could, you could see, I think one thing, uh, Gussie and I have is just like a professional athlete, the physical physique, uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh, professional yeah. passing yeah. to make more money than professional Svelte. athletes. No, Hey, Brian referred to you as, to. as smelt Robinson, ro- not smelt, but svelte. <laughs> hey, Robinson and Buff are like a flaming yawn and Gussie and I like, you know, when you go in the store and it's, they sell those little anchovies in the packs. That's what we are. <laughs> Cody Meyer picked a pack of pickled pollen. <laughs> oh, whoa. Pat, whoa. <laughs> it's family show. Oh, it's family show. It's family show. You're a car salesman? You're a used car salesman? You you, you know, I was. I was. I, I was see that. A, I was a car wholesaler, so I had oh. to sell to the car salesman. Yikes. So, hey. This isn't a previous life again, but no, I used to, uh, I had a lot of odd jobs here, weird jobs trying to make it. Uh, but yeah, now just settled into this whole bass fishing thing and definitely living the dream. You know, for me, it was when I was a child growing up in Northern California, I remember telling my parents at five years old, Hey, I want to be a professional bass fisherman. And they looked at me like, you're crazy. You don't want to be Michael Jordan <laughs> yeah, right? or Brian Robinson. Yeah. But they, uh, that was always my dream. So it's really weird. It's, it's a, uh, it's a childhood passion that turned into reality. And it's still like when I'm home, not fishing, I still want to be fishing all the time. So it's, uh, I'm glad I still really, really love it and still have a ton of passion for it. And very fortunate. Isn't it crazy how that's always with us? We always want to fish. Even like, I know it's different for you Derbers like that, that do it professionally at the end of the day, you might want to go home, but Man, there's a lot of times I'm driving home at the end of the day and I want to fish again, especially if I have a bad day. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. You know, or I mean? you, you think about all those good times you've had over the past and like, you know, those good bites or whatever it might be. And you're constantly thinking about something. Or I think with a lot of anglers, you're always tinkering like, hey, what can I do to make this bait better? Or what can I do to try to catch more fish in this situation? So your mind definitely never shuts off. That's one cool thing. And and, uh, you know, the awesome thing is, is there's no, you know, age limit. There's no shelf time on bass fishing. You could do it your whole life and, and, uh, just makes it really, really cool. The really mind awesome never shuts rides. off. The mind no, never and shuts you can off. See That's it's, all athletes, all athletes. Yeah. And the sport, it's truly growing. I mean, heck, if they had high school fishing, when I was in high school, I'd probably still be in high school. Realistically, <laughs> you'd be like Van Wilder, or you'd be like yeah, that dude. Yeah. All right, all right, oh, best Wilder, thing about yeah. high school girls. Yeah, you'd he be had like a good that life, dude. Didn't he? Man, that was that Tara Reid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, a little sidetracked here. But, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that was that was uh, that was cool. That was hey, when you were when I was in high school. I'm 38 years old, but when I was in high school. If you fished, you were a dork. I mean, it was oh, like same here. You're into bass fishing, 100%. you know. So, 
So now I think you're cool. You might, uh, you might, you know, be the homecoming king or yeah, queen. But, believe knows, it or but... not, I've gotten laid because of bass fishing. Uh, so Holy it's that cow, cool now. It's a, yes, it's actually <laughs> become that cool. Um, so, hey, uh, Brian and, and Buff, like, so if you walked into Ashley Schaefer BMW, would you would you buy a used car from from Cody Meyer? Like, could that could would would you do that, you guys? Buff you first. Would you buy a Would you buy a car from Cody? Yeah, if he if he sold it. <laughs> but he's really got to talk to me. He's right? really he's got to like, He's really got to throw it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he's got to have a good pitch. Good pitch. Yeah, you got to have a good pitch. What about B Rob? What do you think? See, I, I feel like Cody's the type of guy that would take you out to dinner, take you to a drink, and Ooh. then before you know it, you've got a tab of like literally ten vehicles on your tab. Yeah, you got You're a like, fleet. Whoa. You got a fleet. He sold you a fleet of beamers. Drinks turn it. Yeah, I, I see how Cody Meyer like does fleet. it. Hey, you know it's funny. The auctions, the car auctions back in the day, they used to have these big sales, huge sales, and they would have endless amounts of alcohol. I mean, I'm talking endless. And you should see the guys. They would drink and drink, and the money they spent was unbelievable. So, you know, some of these car guys would spend, you know, for a, a big dealership, a couple million bucks in a week to buy. And most cars. of it was tin cup whiskey. Yeah. And when they started drinking, I mean, those auctioneers, <laughs> they were smart, man. They got those guys for sure. So that would be the way to do it for sure. You'd oh, I can to, see him uh, schmoozing. I can see him schmoozing. Yeah. Oh, Brian. for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's 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 a schmoozer. There's no doubt about it. But get this, <laughs> the schmoozing has gotten him. Get this, Gus. Get this. And I know you aspire to get to this level sincerely, monetarily. Cody Myers won about one point two five million dollars bass fishing. It's pretty hey, good. It's pretty good. Let me remind you something. Buff turned down fourteen million dollars. <laughs> well, <laughs> to go bass fishing. <laughs> <laughs> go uh, hey, we're trying to legitimize bassing as a sport. What are you doing, Cody? Oh, okay, yeah. The, yeah. Yes, oh, hey, that. Andy, cut that part out. The uh, <laughs> uh, retract that statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, no, but for real, is we're gonna put that into perspective a little later because that's one of the things we need to find out. I mean, but that's a big deal. Once you hit the million dollar mark in bass fishing, Buff, Brian, when you hit the million dollar mark in bass fishing, it's huge. Brian, remember when we were kids and you hear about, oh, Denny Brower, million dollars. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal, dude. It's a. Remember the shorts they would wear back then, too? Oh, yeah. That Pat Walters and Tommy Biffle still wear. Oh, Pat Walters, terrible, huh? Yeah. 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 Love the guy. He's got to get him some shorts. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Pat Walters is like the Donovan McNabb of fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Donovan used to come into the facility every day. No matter whether it was athletic stuff or regular clothes, he would have his shirt tucked in. I'll tuck- and we were like, dude, untuck your shirt. And he'd be like, no. High and tight. You become presentable. Prim and proper. <laughs> High and tight. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've probably seen in the bag line uh, like 10 different guys untuck his shirt for him and like by the time he goes up on stage it's tucked back in looking good again like if Eat mullen sees him it's like pulling it out like guaranteed you know those uh, things that keep your socks up when you go to weddings gus you know what i'm saying 
He needs that. <laughs> you know what I mean, Buff. He needs those. Yep. Yeah. He so no. So you guys can't be hazing them. You can't be deep. deep you can't be pantsing them in the bag line. <laughs> Dang. Have you ever tucked your jersey in? I mean, honestly, I never even thought about tucking a jersey in. Cody, you, you don't even want to wear a shirt, Cody, let alone Dude, a jersey. If I didn't wear a shirt, it would scare some people, honestly. <laughs> Which way's the weight room? <laughs> Man. Yeah, hey, yeah. Which way's the weight room? Well, that guy's got kids. That's for sure. You can tell. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, this was handed to me by uh, by our production crew that in the uh, your high school musical production – of Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. You, what part did you play? It doesn't tell me what part you played. Is that true? I, I didn't play behind. What happened? Uh oh. Did he conveniently not have to answer that question? He came over to my house. He came to my house. <laughs> Cody, what you were in? You were in um, the high school musical two Shawshank Redemption version at your high school. No, no, I, that was a misprint there. I, I think, I think it meant to say I skipped High School Musical. Never, never went. Okay. And my favorite movie was Shawshank Redemption. And it says you've only been arrested six times. Yeah, six times. Six times. Hey, hey, how about, how about? I just read that Henry Ruggs, NFL guy, there's 156 miles an hour. Can you believe that? <laughs> He can run. He can. That's fast. He's he's got. He's a, he's a fast guy. Long legs. Yeah, it's long fast, legs. But no, I've never been arrested, so got got pretty fortunate there. No, but no, no high school music. Well, it says six times right next to the the thing, but I, we don't want to talk about that anyway. You did have the world record spot, old uh, Choo yep. Choo Snoogan, Fatty Magoo. I named it. It was ten. Yes, you did. It was ten pounds eight ounces, and you. Yep. I mean, that's an accomplishment, uh, uh, pro athletes buff and and i mean he's a world record holder for a little hey, bit I, un poquito i was told i was told that i am very big in japan i think that's you and hassle because of my height yes but yeah japan japan loved it yeah I know that. They, they did so did hasselhoff and uh uh in uh fighter they're both they're both big in japan all three of yeah, those hasselhoff. guys He's a big figure over there, I'm sure. Yeah, and Gus knows you can't eat like fighter in Japan is like the Beatles when they came to America. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely crazy, nuts, man. Uh, you are the winner of the uh, 2000 Western Open uh, on Shasta. On Shasta, yep. that's the first time I heard of you, Code. Way back in yeah, it was a long, long time ago, man. 2005. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good, good times back in the day. No, but I don't know, man. It's uh, I, I feel like I've had a really good career, consistent career. I'm, you know, still love it, want to keep going. And uh, man, I, you know, hopefully one of these days, just uh, give it up one day. But right now, I'm having too much fun. So hopefully, we can keep it up. I'll tell you what: when you're a total baller like Buff, and there's 14 mil on the table, you say, "Yeah, say, see you, Boyd. I'm out of here, dude." Marty. You know, Big how out. cool would that be? Just to be like, you know what? No, I don't want your money. I have too much. Mic drop. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> I got two boats that are just sitting here not dry, so I got to go. Yeah. You got to go. Good for you. I love it. <laughs> hey, uh, Gus, I know Buff will attest to this. 
Um, a couple of facts about our buddy uh, Jeff Gussie. Buff, he hates a dirty kitchen. Don't he? Yeah. He hates a dirty kitchen, this kid. That is true. He really does. I mean, that's one thing you you just let him just do his thing in. Yeah, he's he's good. You're very domesticated, Gus. You're very domesticated. Yeah. I'm kind of a picky eater. I'm pretty plain with everything. So, yeah, I like to just make my own food. and, And, you know, like when I. Every time I've been on the show, it's been with all my derelict travel buddies. And uh, <laughs> except when you won the river, oh yeah, but they came on after your pops. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. they are derelicts. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, we've all yeah we've seen that episode before. So, yeah. but uh, they none of them clean up anything ever. So somebody's oh. got to got to do it. You know, a bunch of barbarians. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of barbarians. You are the 2021 Bassmaster Elite Series Tennessee River champion you're a champion gus you're a champ gus you have a big giant freaking blue trophy yeah made for a good year that's awesome 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 dude um you've been at this what 10 years Gus? 10 9 started in 2012 and uh fishing the flw used to have these tour open so there was four tournaments i fished those uh had a friend from Minnesota kind of help me out and and sent me down there and I actually cashed a check in all four tournaments and figured, oh, this is a easy way to make money. <laughs> I fished the the full FLW tour and um and got humbled pretty quick, like fishing against the whole field. Yeah, Cody kicked yeah. your ass a couple times. Did good enough to keep doing it and. Uh, um, you know, the, the consistency is a little bit better now, maybe, but I had a few bad ones this year. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it happens to happens to everybody, but so but. dude. And I mean, you're, you're rising as an angler. And I think that Buffalo attests to this. He he's your bud buff. All this kid knows how to do is hunt and fish. I mean, I, I mean, come on. Are, am I being real with that buff? <laughs> no, you're for real. But I cannot wait to go back to that garage. I'll tell you that. Right <laughs> like that, that, there was no garage before. I just seen tubs everywhere. Yeah, it looks really good. Hey, oh yeah, hey, I've seen this guy sit out in the cold with no gloves on, and I don't even know how he's doing it. Like tying lines and baiting hooks. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go in this heated shack over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was raised by snow leopards. First off, so he's oh, yeah. got that going. He did, he did, he did ancestry.com and he actually has Linder blood in his lineage. So, uh, what oh, do you, man. what do you expect? Yeah. I mean, and hey, Robinson, look at all the, look at all the chatterbaits he's got on the wall over there, B. I saw that. I, I saw that. And listen, as, all the jackhammers. Yeah, as half owner of a tackle store, I know how uh, healthy of a commodity that is. Yeah, <laughs> I think you I need think the. I've got some too. I could probably side side deal you, Brian. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> this is awesome. So, hey, you know, you can use any color up here, and we'll catch them. So it doesn't really matter. You know, I can get rid of the orange ones. That's pretty cool. But uh, Cody's selling a fleet of Beamers, and uh, and uh, and Brian's buying some jackhammers. That's like pretty it. good. What are you selling, Buff? You got anything good over there? God, I got nothing. I'm <laughs> on my way up to deer camp. <laughs> You're ready to send the backstraps to uh, Stray Cast, care of Pat Renwick, right? Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> hey, um, let's. Uh, oh, before we move on, uh, uh, 
Brian, I would be amiss that I, I read this about you and I thought this was the coolest thing in the world. You were named after Brian Piccolo. Is that true? Is that, is that a real thing? Yeah, so... Dude, like how... So that's there's amazing. Actually a two, there's, there's two parts to that, actually. So my whole name is Brian Gale Robinson. Okay. My dad's favorite movie was Brian's song. Yeah. So I'm named after Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers. I see now. I see. Dude, and I mean, come on, that movie. If, like, anybody that's ever seen that movie, man, woman, child has cried at that. At that. Oh, no doubt. Dude, no doubt. I mean, James Caan and then Lando Calrissian, dude, uh, when, uh, at, I mean, come on. What's his name? Come on. Not Lando. Billy D. Williams. Yes. I know him as Lando yeah, Calrissian. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but the but I mean... I mean, bro, uh, that's that's real cool. And Gail, I mean, yeah. some of our favorite Chicago Bears, right there. And then you just went to went on to kick Bears' ass, you know. Well, well, so it's funny because draft night, I got called by the Chicago Bears, and I'm like, okay, this is just fitting. Like named after two Bears, like getting called by the Chicago Bears. I thought, dude, I'm going to Chicago, and then it. Yeah, didn't happen. Didn't happen, and then twelve years later, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> smashing over in Minnesota. Um, but uh, let's get to the point. Uh, just as a little introduction, I guess, so to speak. There, but let's get to the point at hand. Um, and and basically, I think um, in any professional sport, um, there there has to be um, a starting point and an ending point. Um. It kind of starts with um, with dreams. You know, I think it was it was you that said it first, Cody. It starts with a dream. Any occupation, any goal starts with a dream, right? Then you put the dream into action. Then you qualify, right? Are you with me, Buff? No. Okay. All right. Listen to me. <laughs> listen. I saw Buff drifting. That's why I saw him. Students. 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 All right, Buff. You started as a dream. I got you. You started got you. as a dream. You put the dream into action. And then you qualified through the pipeline, right? And then you're doing it. Now you're doing it. Now you got momentum, okay? Okay, the momentum turns into maintenance. The maintenance turns into victory. Brian Robinson, does any of that make sense to you? Absolutely, 100%. Okay, uh, good. Thank you. Because I I thought about I'm like, all right, so you got to start somewhere. D Buff, what was the dream for you? Was the dream I want to be a pro hockey player or maybe was it I want to be a fisherman? I guess at the beginning I was always wanting to be a hockey player, right? Okay. Um you just go with it, right? You run with your dreams and just whatever door open we opened and ran through it and did the best at it. Um I, I love the game. Don't get me wrong. Like the game has changed. It's, things have just gotten different. And it's just not what it, but what is it used to be. Um, yeah, I've, you know what? I, everyone's got different ways of like looking how they motivate themselves. And I really, uh, I really enjoy the game. Now I enjoy fishing, but you got to look at it. I get in the boat with like Gussie and stuff, and I think I got the game like okay, it'll handle okay, but no. There's a lot of things to like learn about this sport and 
how hard how hard you guys got to work to become you know professional bass fishing like it's dedication and hours to figure out okay there's weeds everywhere yeah let's go flip some weeds there's no problem we'll catch some bass around here now that it has not happening um <laughs> you get humble you know, quick, you don't spend, you? yeah you you can be like oh my god i've got one fish today um <laughs> you really get to enjoy i don't know just my my thoughts now trying to learn the, the new sport is i'm excited i get to be in the boat i get a chance of fishing with a lot of great anglers and taking what they what they do and how they fish it. it's uh i'm learning pretty quick because like I don't know, seven, eight, ten years ago, I didn't even know what, you know, really bass fishing was. Yeah. And then now it's just, I love it. Yeah, you're ate up with it now. It's, it's, and, and he, he's, don't let him fool you, Pat. He, don't, you know, if, if he sounds like he doesn't really know how to tie a lure on or anything, I mean, he can, uh, he's got the best equipment you can get. And, uh, you know, any technique, you, this is what we're doing. I oh. mean, he can, can do it he's the buff train yeah that's his that's his deal he hits you when you least expect it it's like it's like <laughs> oh it's like oh you took out the first guy but they didn't know buff was taking out the second guy too you know what i mean robinson that's that's well, the like, deal it's kind of nice when you roll into the boat ramp with them if there's like some tourists there or people that you know <laughs> might be hogging the ramp or causing problems like you know <laughs> Like a guy like me, well, I could probably lip off a little more than I normally. Yeah, <laughs> Gives you, you get some bassin muscles, don't you? When yeah. you're everyone else the... just gets the hell out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, but Buff, the, the the dream that you had as a kid, you maintained it to get to this goal, and the victory for you as a professional athlete at this point in your life may be the fact that you get to enjoy your passion. That could be the victory, maybe even more so than a Stanley cup. Oh, absolutely. If I could ever uh, get, once these kids get older and we can start moving a little bit more now, I hopefully we can, uh, you know, try, try do some more fishing and try be like more competitive. You're you're a, you're a derber, dude. You've been fishing some dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I like you to get are. Out. I'd like to get out of Minnesota and try try down south a little bit, but there's a lot I need to learn yet, though. Too. Not saying I can't go put my boat in and not catch a fish, but well, Gus, he did pretty. See, he's being humble again. That's a good yeah. thing. That's a sign of a good athlete. He's being, <laughs> unless you're Daryl Dawkins, but if you guys remember him, but that, but that's. I mean, he's he he's a pretty good stick, Gus. Yeah, he is. He is. He uh, he, we so we fish together quite a bit. He actually so when I start the season, I like to go down to Florida and get a week or so of fishing in um, before we get practicing and get after it to start a new season. So um, a lot of times, you know, my dad sometimes will go with me, or I've got a few buddies from home here that have gone with me. Um, you know, they'll help me make the big drive down there and then fly back. And, uh, last year, nobody, you know, coming from Canada, nobody could come. And, um, and yeah, I talked to buff and he was, he was up for going. So I picked him up in Minnesota and he came down to Florida with me and it was probably the worst week of weather the entire week, uh, winter in Florida when we were there. I think it was like, yeah, buff blue. went home. I remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm going. I'm out of here. But uh, but we had a good time. And, I mean, we caught fish every day. But like pretty much every time we're in the boat, like it turns into some kind of derby or contest or um. And you know, I often forget. I'm always in the front of the boat. Usually he's getting all the seconds. But uh, but yeah, he he'll uh, he's he beats me all the time too. So it's you know it's it's he's competitive and yeah he can. Catch oh yeah, I know he's he's cutthroat. There's, there's no doubt about it. It's like I, I can see the look in his eye that he really, he, you know, he, he's happy to be there fishing. We'll cast over your line up front, though. I won't be afraid to do that. No, yeah. he, if he, you're he, catching him up there, I'm coming up and <laughs> I'm coming up to see what's up there. Buff, Buff does whatever. What, what's going to happen, Robinson, when you and Buff fish together? Like, I mean, wow, that could be a clash of titans right there. No, I, I'm all about it, dude. If if I'm on something, bring your ass up here. Get on the front. <laughs> right? I, I don't. I don't play that backpack stuff. Stay back there. No, bring your ass up front. Let's lay a whooping on these fish. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> hey, um, you, uh, Robinson, you're 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 ate up with bassing, dude. Like the I see it on your YouTube channel. You got your kid into it. It's, I mean, you're you're just constantly, constantly. You have the BDE. Do you know what the, the BDE is? I, I'm sure I'm about to hear. Yes, it is. It, <laughs> it is do, do you know, Cody, you know what BDE is? No clue. It is bass dictated energy. And that's what we all have yeah. right now. BDE, bass dictated energy. And um, I got to ask you this question, Brian. Um, again, I'm asking you. An NFL great is bass fishing a sport, and why? If it is or isn't, why? why? Without hesitation, without hesitation, yes. Okay, and I why? say that for two reasons. Physically, is it is demanding on your body? Probably not. But anybody who has fished a tournament, a bass tournament. If you don't have cramps at the middle of the night in your calves after fishing all day, you haven't fished hard enough. Okay, that's number one. Number two, mentally draining. It is, it is 10 times more mentally draining than football ever was. The fact of your thoughts, you're inside your head the whole time you're out there on the water. And it's an 8, 10, 12-hour day. You're inside your head all day long. Should I be making this adjustment? Should I be making that adjustment? Should I leave this spot and go there? Should I stay here and fish longer? All those things are going through your head. So as far as a mentally draining sport, absolutely, 100%, hands down. Yeah, the um, – I mean, I, I hear you there, too. What do you think about – I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah you think so, too, but 100%. It's, why is it like, not – I have, like, I have, like, headaches. I got to take my glasses off as soon as I get out of the boat, like – but shit's draining like it's it's tough it's if you're not if you're not ready for it you're not in the boat every day like it's tough buff why do the masses not see bassin as a legitimate pro sport i'm just being real we all as bass anglers are concerned because they don't even know outside the city dude okay all right they only see it on tv yep they don't know they don't They'll go get in a pontoon or go drinking on a on a yacht, but that's about it. Like, jump in and piss in the water. You walked away from fourteen million. 
<laughs> Buff, you walked away from $14 million. And Cody Meyer has made a million dollars. $14 million in two years. You walked away from it. You said bye. Cody Meyer has made a million dollars in in 10, 11, 12 years. Um, that how do we bring bass fishing to the level that the NFL is, that the NHL is? How do we do it, guys? I need I want your answers, Buff. I want to oh, know, Brian. Don't get me started on that. Please, that's why we're here. How do we do it? Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. Well, I'll tell you this, and this is going to, this may upset a lot of people. It may make a lot of people happy, but number one, you cannot have three, four different organizations going. And and I'm just saying that from the aspect of the, what makes the NFL, what makes MLB, what makes NBA is they are the premier sport. hundred percent. Of that, of that, whatever you want to call it. Okay. That is where everybody wants to go. So what happens is all of this sponsor money, all of these endemic sponsors, non-endemic sponsors, they gear all their money towards that organization. The fishing industry is way too spread out. So until it gets down to a true professional organization, a singular one, all the money that's in the sponsors, endemic, non-endemic, is going to get spread out. Then you've got all these fishermen that call themselves professionals that, like people ask me all the time, you're professionally fishing. No, I'm not. I don't fish the elites. I don't fish the uh, Bass Pro Circuit or whatever you want to call it. I don't fish those. So therefore, I don't consider myself a professional fisherman, but they're still getting the sponsors. And listen, I'm not hating on them. I'm not doing anything about that. I've got a few of those sponsors, but that does not mean I am a professional. And at the end of the day, until you have one organization that everything is geared towards, that all the TV money, and that is a huge thing, the TV money being geared towards that sport, those guys... It, it breaks my heart that these guys like Cody and like Jeff are not out there getting paid to fish. Forget an entry fee. They should be getting paid to fish because they are the elite at their sport. They are the 1%, the 0.01% that made it. Right. And they should be getting paid to go out and fish versus having to pay and just for the opportunity to go out and make a check. Wow. Well said, Brian. Hey. Brian Robinson for president. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Give it up, Bass Galaxy, yeah. for B-Rob, number 96. Yikes. Buff, what do you want to add to that? Yeah, yeah. I'm not following anything. That. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense, right, Buff? He made sense. Absolutely. I don't know. I Absolutely. I agree. I am. Yep. I mean, look, man. I mean, I mean, it's the same as any sport. Like you know, like it's not like there's many hockey players. It's not like there's many football players. Well, there's a lot of football players, but like hockey, like you know, like there's only a certain percentage that make it. You know, baseball too. Yeah, I, you got to go through. Exactly. I mean, you sat on the bench for how many years? No disrespect. Until you yeah, popped not out. Long. Huh. Yeah, not long. Yeah. I <laughs> was a caller right in the beginning. <laughs> uh, the best answer uh, ever. Best answer yeah. ever. <laughs> uh, 
come on. That's amazing. Unreal. Yeah, man. But you got to do it. You have to have to get everybody together with the cash in one spot to legitimize it. I don't know. I mean, it made perfect sense. What do you think about that, Gus? Yeah, it makes sense to me. I mean, I, I it's it's kind of a grind, you know. I'm I, I think Cody and I are both at the point where uh, we 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 can comfortably go and and start next season in a good spot. Um, but but yeah, it's not like we're we're making millions or anything like that. Or uh, you know, it's it you know we we get to do something that we love to do, and there's something to be said for that, and uh, pay all the bills and. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're definitely fortunate, for sure, yeah. to be able to do yeah. what you're doing in bass fishing. Sure. It's definitely fortunate that um, maybe multiple leagues provide multiple opportunities for anglers. That is that is for sure. Um, but I, I think until the big, big bucks, until you get like, um, you know, tag watch and, and Rolex, you know, it's got to be it's got to be a, a, a premier league, man. I mean, and, you know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I just think that I don't know if we'll ever see bass fishing on the same level as Agreed. as any of these. I just don't, at least not in my lifetime. I don't know. I want to. Don't you, Cody? Absolutely. I would love to see it. And it's it's definitely taken steps in the right direction. But, I mean, yeah, to be like the NFL or something, the NBA, hockey, it's, um, it's, you're, I mean, Brian nailed it. That was like perfect thing. It's, it's gotta be one, one group. There's, there's just gotta be so many things for that to happen. I don't think we'll see it to that level probably ever, honestly. I mean, I hope we do, but I think you're right. Like in our lifetime, maybe not, but you never know who knows, but it's got a long way to go to get to that point for sure. The, yeah. And, and it's, let's, let's just, uh, let's try when, uh, when Robinson's president, we might be able to work all this out. Yeah. You know what yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just get them in there, man. But, hey, just start it right now. Be Rob 2024. <laughs> and by the way, that's the best answer ever on the straight cash show that buff said he never sat on the bench. He just came out <laughs> kicking ass right away. Best answer ever for any question ever of all time on straight cast. That's, that's, that's a pro athlete right there. That's how that's you know, that, that's how you know, man. Hey, um, it, what's that? It wasn't long. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. I hope that's not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, in all professional sports, um, including uh, bass fishing, finding and capturing is the goal to victory, right? Like, I mean, so you have to assess the situation and you have to capture the situation for victory, right? Do, do you see what I'm saying, Gus? Yeah. No, I mean, a- anything. No I mean, one knows what the hell you're saying. No. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, 
Hold on a second. Hey, mom. <laughs> Don't give Buff any tater tots later. Gussie's just too nice. Yeah, no, no, no tater tots for Buff. Jeff's just being nice. For Buff. No, he doesn't understand. No one understands. Let's start over again. Uh, I only understand because of what I got this Yeah. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, you can, hey, bass fishermen, you got to find the fish and you got to capture them, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. In hockey, you find your opponents and you capture them, Buff. You knock the snot out of them, right? And then you get the yep. yeah. Okay. So you got to find and capture stuff. Buff wants to fight me, Gus. Why does Buff want to fight me on the Stray Cash Show? What is going on here? <laughs> That's what Buff does. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm here for is, uh, am I not? Uh, uh, yeah. I want to take him fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got to do. Next I mean, time we room together, I'm shaving your head. Oh, jeez. I'm not sleeping, Buff. <laughs> I'm not sleeping. Yikes. <laughs> Gus, well, hey, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell this story. So, okay, go Gus, ahead. When we went down to Florida, we rented a house. Um, Buff and I got there first. Fighter showed up a day or two later. And we were just fun fishing down in Florida. And then a couple days after that, Pat showed up. And uh, he comes in the house, moves all his shit in. And all of a sudden, there's a little lizard in the house, like a gecko. Oh. Yeah, and it was after Pat's Buff. Around, and he captures this thing. And I he, saved and it's Buff. A little, like, it's a big deal. And Buff looks at me and he's like, is this guy for real? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, he's for real. That's Pat. And yeah, was- that's a true story. Like he was like, he got, I got his, like, he's bending over trying to get this little guy. Oh my God. It was, I was like, don't even know who he is at this time. Oh my God. I'm dying. Yeah. Like, Buff loved me. From the, wow. For, it was from that moment. We were buds. Not saying a word, just, you know, like watching everything. And, and, uh, Buff's like, do I got to grab this guy and get him out of her? <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, we became good buds by the end of the trip, Buff. No, no doubt about yeah. it. Yep, yep. <laughs> hey, and I uh, caught the lizard, Cody. I caught the lizard. Did you, throw, you use it as bait or what? No, I put it in Fighter's Boat, and he won Angler of the Year. Oh, dude. Yeah. snake in my boat. I don't even Whatever. think you caught a fish the next day, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe that was Pedro's lucky rock and not the lizard. <laughs> hey, there's tons of parallels. You guys have brought many of them up already. Um, injuries, right? Training. Like what what's a what's a way so obviously buff when you were when you were, you know, playing hockey, there's a lot of training involved. I mean, like how many hours a day did you train when it was in season? Or did you just not even do that because you're buff? uh yeah kind of maybe a little both um i didn't do a lot of i didn't do a lot we played a lot of games i mean we played three four times a week so so that's I mean, the like but... so you're playing you're you're moving like you know and i'm was playing a lot of minutes so i mean you'd pretty much go in and get a flush maybe mix in a workout i barely ever did actually um <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you, you went in there and just kind of maintained yourself and always seen the trainers and, you know, kept your body as healthy as you could. And, and I mean, it's, it's, it's commitment, dude. It's not like it's just show up and do it. 
<laughs> Gus is dying. What's going on, Gus? Uh, hey, I've I've run into him on the lake in the in like August, July or August before when he was playing, and he had he'd be, he'd wear like a fifty pound weight vest while he was fishing all day. Really. And I, fun of him one t- yeah i ran we run into him and like i'm making fun of him but he he's like throw it on and i put it on and it was it just about crushed me so he was he was actually fishing with a weight vest on that's training bro yeah. wow hey, if you want to be in the water like on the water you got to figure out something and why not that thing's it's keeping your core up dude like, that's up a, and down that's switching genius all the time. like it's you hear that you hear that brian <laughs> Oh, I'm all about it. Yeah, he had a 50-pound vest on. That's nuts. Rushing. Damn. I'm telling you. And and let me say this. Okay, so I'm a football player. But probably the guys that I have the most respect for are hockey guys. Those guys are out there playing football on ice for 80-something games a year. I mean, (laughs) let me say I have the utmost respect for those guys. And there's a lot of hits with with. Uh, it's fast. It's yeah. It's it's dangerous. I'm like you know, it takes a grind on people. I mean, I happen yeah. to be fortunate to come on top, but. <laughs> I, I like. Hey, I like. I like how Buff just said it's fast and it's dangerous. You know, that's that's what he uh, said. For all the like, so over all my years fishing, I mean, I've traveled with a lot of guys and friends and made like from the south and. It, when we have our, you know, our tournaments in the winter and spring and like during the season, whatever, but like when playoffs start, I want, I watch a lot of hockey, like, you know, pretty much every night I'll watch. And I I've stayed with all these guys and like made them watch Cody's been there lots of times where I'm like, Hey, we're watching hockey boys. And, uh, <laughs> if you're not familiar, um, Google hit like buffs, you know, just Google, like, just Google him, and you'll see some, like, he's, he's, like, crushed a lot of guys. Oh, yeah. he's smashing dudes. Yeah, de- definitely. Smashing dudes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, get an appreciation for hockey if you watch that, if you're not a hockey person. And, I mean, in a quick route, go to some of the clips on the StrayCast Instagram right now. There's Buff sending some people, like, a couple <laughs> counties. He's sending them counties away. <laughs> right, hey, uh, Rob. Yeah. Hey, tell me about uh, tell me about training, Brian. I want to know you. Now I know you seem like a rigorous trainer. Where Buff is just hey, like, wait a sec. Before he tells this, ours is nothing like this. Let me tell you that <laughs> these guys are absolutely <laughs> insane. And these in the videos, not. I, I don't have any time for the video times. <laughs> I cannot be the doing that. You mean watching game tapes and stuff? Yeah, these guys are a lot way more than us. That's like is that like their their um their down imaging, side imaging and live scan game tapes? Is that what that <laughs> is, Buff? Yes. Okay. And you, Yeah. <laughs> tell me about training, Brian Robinson. Tell me. So so this is where uh what Buff said is does not pertain to me. Okay. Uh it, it dude, honestly, like five to six days a week i'm in the weight room four hours a day uh and, and that's no bullcrap that is agilities that is training that is weightlifting. that's running uh recuperation all that um 
you know, now we don't play three or four games a week. We play one game a week, and your whole job is to get from point A to point B and point B being the game. Finding cash. So, uh, typical, yeah, so typical week for us is we play on Sunday. We get in Monday morning. I get up at 6 a.m. I go through the massage. I go through workout. I watch tape. I get done. We have Tuesdays off. That's our one day a week we get off. Wednesdays, first thing in the morning, you're in the weight room. You're training. You go through practice and film and all that through the rest of the day. You do the same thing Thursday. Friday is a half day. You start the day off with your weight room. You end up with practice. Saturday's travel day. Sunday's game day. Now, during the off season, you are in the weight room. You're watching film. I mean, it's even during the off season, it's a five, six, seven hour a day affair. And uh, to find time for fishing is tough. But you got to find ways to get it done. And so for me, it was always, I'm going to go in early in the morning. I'm going to go to the weight room. I lit, I used to live 30 minutes from Conroe. So when I got in at 2.30 in the afternoon, I got in my truck, I grabbed my boat, and I went to Conroe till dark. And then I came back home, did it all over the next day. So that, that was kind of my deal. Yeah, dude, you're an animal. You're you're an animal, and uh, and Buff's tired just listening to all that. <laughs> yeah, there's absolutely no way I could have done that. <laughs> so, hey, Cody, I got to ask you. So, your training regimen does it fall closer to to Buff's or to 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 Brian's? Uh, Brian's. For sure. Are you guys there? <laughs> Wait, I lost Cody for a second. Okay. Yeah, he, All right. You, okay. I was saying definitely Brian's for sure. Wow. Yeah, not. Not. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's more towards buffs, but I'll tell you. I, yeah, I mean that's insane. Like I, I got tired after listening to that. That's unbelievable, and I can't even imagine that. That's, but that's the job, you know. That's part of the job for sure. But no, I don't. And you my almost don't even know anything like better either. What's that, yeah, Puff? You don't even know anything. You don't even know better. Like that's just regular. Like, <laughs> it's what they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and it's even like like you could ask Jeff Reynolds this, and I, I would say my late buddy Skeeter Fowler. You could ask those guys when we would when when I first started tournament fishing, and I was still playing. Um, during the springs, we would fish some of the FLW stuff, like the uh, uh, what. They used to call the Toyota or the, sorry, the Costa series. Costas, yes, sir. And I, I would get up at three o'clock in the morning and I would work out and then I would go practice the whole day. And this guy's looked at me every morning like I was a freaking idiot. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it allowed me to guess what? I wake up now, I do whatever the hell I want to do. Yeah. And I'm dude. sure Dustin, I'm sure Buff gets, gets that too. Yeah. That, that's, yep. that's, that's the victory. That's the victory. But Gus, think, think about this. Like maybe you don't train physically as hard as, as, as Brian Robinson did or, or as, as Dustin didn't, but you are out there for, let's, let's face it, an elite series event is how many practice days? Three practices and then hopefully four competition yeah, days. So my whole career pretty much, um, like fished FLW Tour and then the Elite Series, we always have rolled on three practice days. And, I mean, you you 
put fish dark to dark those three practice days pretty much so like the tournament days are easy but the the practice days the most tired i've ever been in my life is after like some of those you know where we're pre-fishing for three days in a row especially like may june when the days are really long uh but um you know for me uh, you know i i stay pretty active I'm, I'm not like working out or hitting the gym but i'm i'm outside you know like right now we're about to get snow and it'll be here till april so i'm like Ugh. we got a bunch you know we live out in the country i'm i've been cutting up dead trees and i'm getting ready to burn them all and just active uh doing stuff all the time but i will say um i got the the hummingbird mega live on my boat this year and I've, I got it in June and since June I've had like back and neck issues and it's cause I'm like, <laughs> so I, I need to like do a little more work on my back probably here at this office. <laughs> I am kind of pissed because like Cody's been sponsored by Garmin forever. Um, Chris and Corey Johnson been sponsored by Garmin forever. Never heard a word out of any of those guys about how awesome the forward zone. <laughs> of course is. you didn't. For the last four years with nothing and finally got it now. And it's, yeah, it, my, my, my catching improved a lot um, over the last four or five months. Yeah. That's a lot of game tapes. That's watching a lot of game tapes, Gus. Yeah. And, and you're, you're an expert at electronics. I mean, you, you really are Gus, you know, your way around. I'm not an expert, but that, that's definitely like a, you know, if I can, and, and Cody's someone that I kind of learned a lot from and looked up to on a lot of that stuff. We fish very similar, I think. And, uh, but, but yeah, if I can get offshore, use my electronics, that's definitely, you know, where I have maybe some advantage on, on other guys. Yeah, dude. And, uh, and no doubt, I think that, uh, I think that all these guys can, uh, can learn some, uh, electronics. From you and and of course too, Cody. They could all learn from you too. You guys should have an electric. Have an electric. Nah, Cody, you suck. Cody, I'm you in. suck. <laughs> <laughs> Buff's on fire. He's, you can tell no, he's I'm in. He's a professional. I know nothing about electronics. I, I hate it. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I learned. I learned a little bit the last few years, and uh, I'll be honest with you. That side image, I ain't onto that uh, live scan deal, but that whole uh, that whole side imaging thing is changing my game, and I'm still over there. I just graduated from the flasher, Cody, so I'm on. Oh that. gosh, the paper graphs. Yes, the paper graphs. I remember those. Wow. Yeah, only in- turn it on when you're on a really good spot. <laughs> hey, I just told a kid this the other day. When I started tournament bass fishing, there was, I mean, it was years before this came out was GPS. We didn't even have GPS. When I first started on that, like the California Delta, no GPS. Can you imagine that now? Holy like cow. A, no. no. Yeah. Yeah. California Delta. It's a maze. All these lakes, all these offshore lakes, no GPS. When I started tournament bass fishing, how'd you get and, home? No clue. You didn't even have, remember, uh, map quest. You didn't even have a GPS in your car to get to these tournaments. You had a map quest. And I just talked to Larry Nixon about this and he mastered the art of, okay, there's a rock pile. You see that tree over there. You see that mountaintop over there. You had to line everything up. And I'm like, dude, I remember triangular. Yeah, Yeah. that's growing up. That's what you had to do. But now think about like you're on Raybird brush piles or something. It would be so hard to fish without GPS. And 
when I started tournament fishing, that's all we knew. No GPS. Yeah, and so go- I felt old after I said that. <laughs> and and and, and th- it'd be less neck aches too. hundred percent. For sure. <laughs> if you back you to the bought, back then you bought a fish finder seriously just to know how deep it was. That was it. Like how deep's the bottom? I don't care what's down there, just how deep is it? And that's when the flipping stick didn't hit the bottom. You know what I'm saying, Robinson? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. Hey, um, I, I think that it's a time that uh that we have a little bit of we lighten up a little bit, I guess. I don't know if we haven't yet. I mean, let's uh let's what do you where Ginge, where do you want to take these guys? Let's uh let's go on a trip somewhere. Where should we go? To the steakhouse. Oh, we're taking them to the steakhouse. To the Ruth Chris? I'm in. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Robinson's buying, buff. So we're doing good. We're doing good. Oh man. We're at the uh we're at the Ruth Chris. Let's get the let's talk some let's talk some uh some bassin and, and pro sporting questions. All right. Uh, I'm gonna start with you, uh, Buff. Uh, when it comes to natural positions, you know, like your natural hockey position would what what do you consider your natural hockey position? Like the natural. You play a couple defense. Defense, hundred percent. hundred percent. Even in the chirping. Yep. hundred percent defense. Um, bass fishing, you got to play more offense than defense, maybe. Am I right or wrong? Or is defense a bigger part of the game? Tell me, Buff. Offense. Hey. I'm going offense all day. Offense all day. All day. Okay. Uh, Cody, give me an example of defense in professional bass fish. This is, sorry, Buff, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I don't want to nope. to kill me, so I feel bad for saying offense there. But <laughs> they, think of this. So I room with David Dudley, and when you said defense, this literally popped up to my mind. Back in the old days, the I don't know if it was Bassmaster Top 150 or whatever, but you literally knew your your boat draw. And he was out there in Florida snatching up all these bedfish the day before the tournament. Oh, yeah. And, Dude, you remember that? Yeah, I do. So Roland did that. that. He told me that story, and I forget who it was. If it was Roland Martin or someone got mad at Dudley, got right in his face, and he didn't even care. He goes, you know what? And he said that. There's <laughs> offense and there's defense, and right now I'm playing defense. Yes. He literally said that. Yes, he, so when he you told said that defense, story. That's, that's defense and bass fishing that, right there. <laughs> 100% defense. Wow. Going out and jacking some bed fish. What if somebody did that to you, Gus? Uh, you play the game. I, I think we've all played some defense before, like the day before a tournament. And, you know, another. It might be a local ter- derb. It might be a big derb. Uh, you know, everybody's everybody's probably done it before. Hey, uh, I think. Go ahead. Yeah. Code. Go ahead. Code. I think a lot of the defense, too, has got to be just like you're on a spot. You want to leave. But they're kind of still biting or something. They're not the size. And the guy's trying to get in. And you just sit there and jack on them. I mean that's defense too, for Hurt, sure. Hurting them up, burning up the fish. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Robinson and and Buff, you know what a big form of defense is? Sandbagging and chirping. You know what I mean? That's a big form of defense in bassin, ain't it? Yeah, hundred percent. What do What do you think? Well, how's yeah. how's chirping play in bass fishing, Buff? You ever hear the the pro bassin guys chirp each other? 
Uh, yeah, you know what? Like, there's this sport. Like, I've never seen so many guys bullshit each other. Like, <laughs> straight up, like, like it can go around and around all night long. And like, it's like you can leave there and be like, "Holy Christ, what was going on?" Like, I back in the day, like I used to leave the table and be like, get home and talk to my wife. I'd be like, I don't understand what these guys are doing. Like, they straight up just fucking lied to each other. <laughs> and like. <laughs> Did you I mean the Johnsons? Yeah. I'm like, they just like they're, they're friends. They're like good friends. They just straight up pull wise to each other for an hour and a half too. I was like, I don't get it. I was like, this game's crazy. Unreal. Hey, and and Robinson, you 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 seen it too, man. That nobody chirps each other as much in bass, you know, in the NFL as they did in bass fishing. It's crazy, ain't it, Brian? Yeah, it's crazy, but, you know, I I guess to kind of jump on what Buff said, like, I just experienced this not too long ago at uh, Grand Lake. You know, you ask a guy, uh, and I hope this guy doesn't get mad at me, but Cody Huff, uh, I talked to him going to the meeting, and I'm like, you on him? He's like, no, I'm not on him. I called him out. I said, said, dude, you are so full of shit. I said, every time you tell me that you're not on him, you end up making the top ten. Guess what happened at Grand Lake? Oh, we saw. All of a sudden, yeah, Cody Huff's catching him, and I'm like, yeah, you're not on him, right? He's like, hey, you never want to be that guy that wins practice. I said, touche. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> never win practice. Hey, yeah, uh, Brian, I like your uh, 96 questions deal that you were doing there, and uh, I'm going to steal one of those questions, okay? And I'm okay. going to ask it to you. And out of the other three panelists here tonight, which one is most likely to spend the most time in front of the mirror grooming? Ooh. Yeah, that's one of your questions, by the way. So here's the deal. I know Cody pretty well. I don't know Dustin and Gussie as well. Just to size them um, up. You know, do, uh, what but, do you profile them. But I, I, as profiling, I mean, I would say 100% Gussie. 100% Gus. Oh, I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> it, I just, but I still feel like you're you're bald, but I still feel like you'd be the guy in front of the mirror going like, "Oh God, I lost another three hairs." Oh, I uh, <laughs> never really. It doesn't bother me that much, but yeah, if I gotta go somewhere and I don't get to where I had, I hate it. Last <laughs> year uh, was awesome. Like you got to do a dress up night and and uh, fancy dinner and everything, and we roll in there. <laughs> And they're giving out cowboy hats to all the anglers. So I, I grab mine and I throw it on. And Shelves is like, I love it on you. Dude, you <laughs> looked great. You looked amazing as a cowboy. Not going to lie. Oh. Of the year, yeah. No, not going not gonna to lie, man. Hey, uh, Buff, who is the best angler in professional bass fishing right now? In my in my opinion, absolutely your opinion. Who is my guy right now? Yeah, who's the best angler in professional bass fishing? Who you say right now? Right now, no, say whatever you feel. Don't worry about Gus. Gus loves you. I mean, I don't know. I I I need a few minutes to talk. Think about this one. Oh, okay. Well, I'll go. Back I mean, to you. I mean, I don't miss a single thing. Of now my, you're worried about hurting feelings. All my boys. No, I didn't not hurting anybody's feelings. I oh, give a rat's oh, ass. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. No, I got to think about this one. Okay. I, I have some other. I have some odd ones. Oh, that's okay. Hold on. Really Hold on like. to the thought. For real. How about how about you, Brian? Who's the greatest angler in bass fishing right now? Right now in the sport. Mm. In a way, I'm like buff. That's that's a tough answer because I think it comes down to a lot of variables. Uh, I can tell you this. Guys that I've had a lot of respect for, for how they have handled things and how they've evolved over the years. Uh, like Polinick is a guy that I've always had a lot of respect for. Great answer, for uh, sure. Just because he would try, he tried things off the wall. Uh, I've been on the water with him. I've seen the way he thinks about things. Um, Fighter is another guy. Like Fighter is a guy that like when he gets in that zone, dude, And w- when I shot the YouTube series with him, I just – I wanted to put my rod and reel down and just watch him. He's insane. Like, it, it, yeah, it, when he gets in that zone, like it's a, it's a crazy deal. Um, and dude, there's some there's some guys over on the MLS side. Like, you know, you can look at Brian Thrift. I mean, it seems like every tournament he gets in, like he's in the mix. Um, there's a lot I'm a of guys. Th- I'm a Thrift and a Wheeler. I'm sorry, I'm a Thrift and a Wheeler guy. Gotcha. I, one of those two. Yeah. I love a thrift. I think thrifts always got it. Thrift, hundred percent. I think he's always got rods. I've never seen someone guy ro- roll so many rods on the deck. Yeah. Hey, and guess what? Like, what's that? What? Guy? Organized all the time too. He, he, Organized. He is like it's perfect. And a hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent buff. Uh, thrift did not spend much time on the bench either. Just so you know. <laughs> 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 he did not. <laughs> I'm a big thrift fan. Wheeler, I don't know him. I don't. I the guy can catch him. Yeah, I, I'll say one thing about those two guys. It's funny, both thrift and Wheeler. They're two guys that rarely fish. Like in practice, literally, they'll spend their whole entire day idling. Like thrift. Here's a prime example. <clears throat> Clear, like. Clear Lake's phenomenal, right? Northern California, you get to Clear Lake, you see docks, you see, you know, grass and stuff to flip. And Thrift spent two days on Clear Lake without making a cast. And then on the third day, he had like a 35-pound bag. And he goes out there and, oh, yeah, man, I was throwing it on this one tire. And there's a tire reef out here. And there's manzanita bushes in the water over here. I'm like, what? I've lived on that lake my whole life. I have no clue where that stuff's at because I'm always fishing. And he's idling, and and Wheeler's the same way. So they know so much about the lake in such a short amount of time without even making a cast. It's scary. Both those guys. Yeah, they're they're computer processors. I uh, think especially especially. Can I say that? Compu- What's that? Can I say that? What did you say? I didn't hear. I hope you can. I said that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, hey, um, <laughs> uh, there's the edit. I don't even know. Hey, uh, hey, Brian, who is, uh, besides Mike Ditka, who is the most, uh, feared NFL player ever? Because Ditka's everything, oh. even if you know, coach, player, guy that worked at the store before the Bears, Dick is the best at everything. So, man. I- Honestly, like, like without even thinking about it, two guys come to mind. I mean, one is Ray Nitschke, okay, and one is Ronnie Lott. 
Ronnie Lott. Like, Ronnie Lott, dude. Do you not remember, like, how that guy was knocking the absolute piss out of people? I mean, I'm not recalling Ronnie Lott. I want to, but I'm not. Come on. Hey, all you got to do is look it up. Look up Ronnie Lott, San Francisco 49ers. Just a beast, huh? What's that? Just a beast, huh? Yeah, dude, just a beast. I mean, um, was that like your guy? You want to talk about. Man, I don't know either one of them. And, uh, like, honestly, like, there's, but I just remember growing up as a kid and my dad was old school. Like, it was like slobber knocking. Like, I want to <laughs> see slobber knocking, yeah. you know? And, and those were guys that I remember seeing that it was crazy. Now, when you look at guys in the league nowadays, I mean, the game has changed so much. Like, you, you know, it's just a matter of time before they put a flag on a on a quarterback and stuff like that. But uh, a flag on a quarterback. You, know, you look at a guy like Sue. Yeah, yeah. You look at a guy like Sue. Like Sue's Sue's guy's gonna hit you. Like he doesn't care. Like he's gonna hit you. Um, you know, guys like Patrick Willis. Uh, when I was playing, so uh, you some think of those what, guys, dude, they're gonna they're gonna. You think that that they're gonna put go flags on quarterbacks eventually? I mean, I don't think it'll ever really happen, but dude, it's it's getting to the point now where, like, I mean, I saw a hit the other day watching the NFL, and uh, the uh, the offensive guy ducks his head, and the defensive guy is trying to hit him at his waist, and he ends up helmet to helmet contact, and it's a penalty. Like, I mean, come on, dude. At what point do we like draw the line and say, listen, football is violent sport? <laughs> don't forget that. Let's keep playing. Yeah, and, and and hockey too. Could you imagine flags in hockey, Buff? No, that's one of another reason. Like, it just the game isn't what it used to be. Like, you can't you can't do a lot of things. Like a cross check. Like, you can't you know give a guy a nice little cross check in the back in front of the net anymore. Like, it's just not. <clears throat> it's just the world today. It's not fun. <laughs> and and, <laughs> and and they say that that sports evolve for for the better but i can't always agree with that like for example i don't i don't think today's nba it's the same things happened it's just like you can do anything in the nba now that's that's a whole nother subject okay right I, I i i get it but, <laughs> we're but, not going we're not going there. <laughs> but, well but, and i think and i get it it's it's about player safety it's about keeping guys healthy long after they leave the sport but Here's the deal, and you can ask Buff this, you can ask me this. We all signed up for this knowing the risk. And at the end of the day, we take responsibility for those risks. And so when you start to water down the game the way that it kind of has been and the way you see things kind of going, it honestly makes the sport not the same. Yeah, it's it's, – is it a necessary evil? Somewhat, I would say somewhat. Man, I don't know. I mean, it's it seems everybody's just too too work. I think people just need to be more like Brian Robinson and Dustin Bufflin. Like, just like I think that 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 if you two were running partners, we might uh, the whole Bass Galaxy might be a better place. You know what I mean? We'd probably win every tournament too. Yeah, and yeah, besides Derby. <laughs> besides partner, partner, I like it. Yeah, I, I think I think we got something in the making here. 
in the uh, in team tournaments. What if, uh, hey, Gussie, what if there was team tournaments in the Elite Series? Who would you want to be your derb partner? Well, uh, he got asked this earlier this year and said me. So I would go with Fighter because we, we kind of get along good. Oh, really? I don't, I don't think he and I have ever gotten a fight together. Um, we fished some tournaments together before and, um, you know, just easy to get along with. Um, back in the FLW days, I would have said Cody. We fished a Sturgeon Bay Open together one time. We got our ass whipped, but again, like I don't think I've ever had an issue. It was cold as shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, uh, but yeah, no, I'd probably go uh, current elite field. I'd probably go with fighter guaranteed good times nice okay yeah he's and, and the kid puts him in the boat so i mean you're doing yeah. her <laughs> and, and like like brian was saying about fishing with him earlier and i mean him and buff and i fished together a day uh last year in florida and like you know just being around him a lot he he's so much more uh he's very meticulous with his gear and his his equipment it's, it's all perfect like it's all part of his system and he doesn't maybe portray that, but like every every single thing that's tied on the end of his rods are, you know, it's gonna catch some fish. Dude, he's very. And if you, and if you, and if you catch one, and he's like, "Well, what do you got on?" I'm like, "Well, you caught that after me." Like, <laughs> <laughs> figure this out. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's about the only time I've seen him grumpy was uh, that day we went. I sat in the back and, and had a good time last year, and I beat their ass. And he was kind of he was kind of a Grinch. Like, I was trying to get a nice selfie. <laughs> and he wouldn't even turn around and look at for my picture. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, Buff, besides, uh, besides Brian, which one of those two guys over there, Cody – or Jeff would most likely bite the head off a scorpion. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm glad you didn't put me in it because I'd be scared shitless. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you can convince Jeff to do it. I'm going to have to go with Cody on this one. Okay. I know Jeff would. I know Jeff could. I can, we can convince Jeff to do it. I mean, this guy is like, if you see this guy out in his hey, have you heard the story I got for you? No, so, no, you got an encounter with a scorpion? Scorpion story, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Tell us, Scorpion King. All right, all right, here we go. My phone, his service sucks. My phone's about to die, but listen to this. So, hey, wait, wait, wait. When you make the Elite Series, Whenever that is, your nickname is going to be the Scorpion King. Yes. Scorpion King. Yes, the Scorpion <laughs> King. Hey, so here it is. Lake Roosevelt, Arizona. There is nowhere to stay. This place sucks. There, there's nowhere to stay out in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the desert. So we get this hotel room. I get in bed and uh, don't think anything of it. Middle of the night. I feel this thing crawling on the inside of my arm. I mean, literally crawling up. I'm sound asleep. And I twitch my arm. Whack! I get stung right in the crease of my arm. And I jump off. What the hell was that? I'm looking everywhere. I don't know what it is. And my buddy was saying it's bed mites. It's bed mites. He kept saying it on and on and on again. <laughs> it's bed mites. So I go, what the heck? I get out in the car. 
I put uh, my sweatshirt on. I go sleep in the car. Two hours later, I can't sleep. Come back in bed. Take my pants off, uh, underwear on. I get in bed. Whack! This thing gets me on the leg. And, and again, I didn't know it was a scorpion. And I'm thinking, what in God's green earth is getting me? Because it hurts. So finally, tear the bed apart. Nothing. My buddy, he falls asleep, same room. And he goes, man, they're bed mites. Just go to bed. <laughs> All of a sudden, dude, the thing's crawling across his chest. and gets through right about here. And he smacks it. And it stings him. Dude, we wake up. And there is a scorpion on the bed. And it just stung me. I don't know if it was the same one that stung him. And we are terrified, literally terrified. Well, long story short, I go in. I think I'm going to die. I'm in the middle of the desert. I go down. <laughs> and this is poison. some advice here. I go down to the, the market, and there's this woman in there, cowboy hat. She's probably six foot four, wow. giant. Not afraid of scorpions. And she goes, oh, man, you got stung by a scorpion? I'll happen all the time. Not a big deal. Who cares? Wow. All you need is a whole milk. In Copenhagen, you put the whole milk on there, put the Copenhagen on there, it'll draw the venom out. I don't know if it worked, but it felt a hell of a lot better after I did it. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Not hey, then she goes, well, it doesn't matter with the scorpion. They go to the warmest part of the room. So we tucked our sheets in under the bed, um, had the fan on, and she said they'll literally crawl up the wall. Imagine them crawling up the wall on the ceiling, and they'll drop down on top of you. What the heck? Yep, they go to the warmest part. So the rest of that week, AC was cranked. Every light on was in the room. And I told my buddy, he woke up the next night. He looked up, and there's three or four of them running down the baseboard. So this whole place infested with damn scorpions. Wow. And they hurt when you get stung by them. But Copenhagen and milk. Copenhagen and milk. Uh, straight cast tip of the week. If you get stung by a scorpion, yep. uh, call Buff to step on them. That is definitely the tip of the week. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, and now you have superhuman powers. Ouch. Superhuman powers, Scorpion King. Scorpion King. Yeah, yeah, that's it, Jeff. We'll, we'll, we'll call it. We'll have uh, somebody shout that out there for sure. Mer Mercer's <laughs> going to call you the Scorpion King someday. <laughs> hey, um, hey uh, you know any good jokes? You're a dad, Cody. You know any dad jokes? No, but I'll tell you this. I, I don't, I have some cheesy jokes, but the other day, my son, he's four, was asking what his thing is. I said, well, I don't know how we're going to say this, but that's a penis. So <laughs> we go in the market, I'm buying some chicken. There's all kinds of sausages, you know, up for sale. And he goes, you should have seen the look on his face. Dad, dad, oh my gosh, they're selling penises in here. <laughs> so it's not a joke. But that's something that I swear I'll never forget. That's the best. That's, the best. that's better than a, than a, that's a real life dad joke. That's he was terrifying. They're selling penises in here. Oh, my, God. oh my goodness. Unreal. That's funny. Unreal. Hey, hey, Buff, like, I think someday they might make a movie about you. You know what I mean? And they're going to make a movie about Cody and his son going to the market. But, but, uh, but. If they were going to have a movie about you, yeah, Buff, who, who would play you? Is that your kids? Does he want to tell Yeah, he just came storming in. <laughs> remember Sorry when your that. Remember when your kids took over the Stray Cast booth at the Forestwood Cup and we came Here out for... Is. Hey, what's up, bud? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. I remember that. They took over the Stray Cast old broadcasting, dude. <laughs> hey, uh, so, so, Buff, 
You, what do you think, man? Who would play you? Who would, who would yeah. play me? Yeah, who would be the actor that would play the part of, of Dustin Bufflin? Shit, I don't know. Who do you think, man? Like, who who could handle that role? The Rock. The Rock. Okay. I got you. One. I got you. I, I can see that, too. Hey, how, how he's, about- been a, he's been a tooth fairy, a hockey player tooth fairy, so yeah, he can skate. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some decent he's got some decent skating skills for a linebacker too no doubt about it <laughs> hey how about you brian who would play uh, who would play uh brian robinson in the uh in the in the brian robinson movie oh man um i don't know arnold Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. Arnold. He's in the stadium. <laughs> 96 questions. Question <laughs> for you. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, uh, have you ever had a paranormal experience, Brian? Have you? Have I ever had a paranormal experience? Yeah. Uh,. I had an out-of-body experience one time when I got the shit knocked out of me. Does no, that count? I, yeah. I, well, no, but yeah, I want to know about that. What happened? Oh, man. You can look it up on YouTube, actually. I probably shouldn't say this, but, but uh, my freshman year, redshirt freshman year, we're playing in Kansas State, uh, and I'm playing at the University of Texas, and uh, I'll never forget it. Running to the sideline is uh, Roberson from – Kansas State, the quarterback. And he's running up sideline. I remember thinking, I am about to lay this dude out. And next thing I saw was the sky. And they had this wide receiver that was about 6'5", probably 180. His name was James Terry. And went back and watched it on tape. This dude ran from about the five-yard line with a head start to about the 30 and just absolutely clocked me. And I went from seeing quarterback to seeing clouds in the sky. You saw God, so, uh, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, if you want to, if you want to look at it, I mean, you can go look at it. If not, I'd I'd recommend not. I'm gonna look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I like train wrecks. <laughs> hey, Buff, you ever had a paranormal experience in all your years? Um, no. I mean, a couple of years ago, I I went to hit a guy and he turned. And I, my chin went right into his shoulder. It stunned me for a good 10 seconds, maybe. I still was able to get back and get everything under control. <laughs> no, not too often. I was on the other end of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just have nothing for buff. Like, the guy's like The Thing. Do you know The Thing from Fantastic Four? You know what I'm talking about, Brian Robinson? He's like The Freaking Thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's like The oh, Dang yeah. Thing. I, I'm Cody, you lived in California. You had to have a paranormal experience, Cody. You used to live there. Oh, yeah. There. Well, hey, here's a paranormal experience. I moved to Idaho, thank God, a couple of years ago. But so we just went back. And uh, we went to this coffee place we love. And Northern California is not like, you know, you think California. It's mountains and trees and people that hunt fish. And anyways, go there, walk up to the coffee place, and there's homeless everywhere now. So here's a dude 
that took a dump <laughs> right in front of the coffee place in the front door what? and left the toilet toilet paper there. I'm dead serious. And my wife goes, let's get the hell out of here. So there is a paranormal experience. Yeah. There, honestly. Yeah. That's a hundred percent paranormal experience. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. No, I'd never have like knocked out or nothing. Never, you know, really been in a big fight and of course bass fishing. I will say though, honestly, a couple of years ago, I, um, I was throwing a drop shot and I was joking around and made a long cast and that weight hit me in the back of the head and that sucker stung pretty good, a little, little weight. And then with tackle warehouse earlier this year, we we're filming with Jared Littner, a buddy of mine, and he whacked me pretty good with the shaky head. So I guess that's not on buffs level or Brian's level, but kind of, kind of a contact deal for me. That's still pretty TKO and, uh, and it, it sent you to the paranormal universe. You ever been knocked out, Gus? I think you've been knocked out. Yeah. I've had a couple concussions. I played hockey growing up. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, yeah, grade nine French class. I got, got <laughs> and ended up hitting my head on the blackboard somehow. Yeah. Hey, Buff, uh, Buff, he uh, fell in grade nine French class. Did you hear that, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suspended from five days. It was no good. Uh, <laughs> Stop me for sure. That's my second favorite part of tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I have been like Cody. Took, took a, uh, a shaky head to the back of a shaky head <laughs> dude i did i took a shaky head you gotta it's gotta be like at least a one ounce you know dude on a flip hook set or something like i that. know i should have i should have said like a two ounce weight and sounded more yeah. like a man here but it was like a three sixteenth ounce shaky head dude i hit matt robertson with one of them fighter chicken jigs it was like one ounce <laughs> I hit him in the back of the head, in the back of the head with it. He he bled for six days, and <laughs> and he, he couldn't get up off of his knees for seven, but he's still alive. And then he made the elite series. So imagine, Dang. yeah, imagine if I didn't hit him with that in the back of the head. That does explain a few things. Yeah, <laughs> it totally explains a few things. Well, uh, Buff, I don't think we explained anything tonight, quite frankly, but I do think we may have explained that professional bass fishing is a sport. Do you think we got that point across tonight, Buff? I think we got that across. Yeah. I mean, what do you think, Robinson? Do we get that point across tonight? Professional bass fishing is a sport. And what do you have to say to any naysayers, Brian, that might say that pro bassing is not a sport? Yeah, I, I think we got that point across. And uh, to the naysayers, I would say uh, quit thinking that it's a uh, go out and have a few drinks and sit back with your little spinny pole and uh, – <laughs> Do your deal. I, I, get out there and actually try to fish a tournament. Tell me it's not a sport. Okay. I, I like it. Athletes. Go put four solid days in a boat and tell me how your body is. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, for sure. The, and Don't the, use like, what's that, Gus? It's crazy. Yeah, no butt seats allowed. No nope. build down chairs. No, none of nope. that. None of that. Grueling. On some rough water. Get on some rough water. Grueling, grueling. Hey, um, you guys, I thank you very much uh, for coming on the show tonight, uh, especially you, Brian, and, and and Buff. It's been it's been pretty cool. And Buff, I know you don't even do this kind of stuff. 
And this probably affirms the fact that you will never do this kind of stuff again. After, <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be a couple of years for do something else. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Buff, it's always fun to hang out with you, and I, and I love how you're ate up with Bassin, and you are too, uh, Robinson for for sure, man. And uh, and Cody, uh, good to see you as always, and Gussie, of course, uh, an amazing champion that you guys are. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for your support of the Stray Cash Show. Oh, wait. Hey, before we go, we got to give away that uh, Sims Pro Drive, right? You got a Pro Drive to give away. Yeah, yeah we got it. Yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did the guy, yeah. Hey, now. <laughs> did the, uh, uh-huh. did, did they get you the. Did I share? Did I share? Could, should I just share right now? Oh, so you can still drive. win. Do you need a jacket, Brian? It's <laughs> it's extra small. Will you fit into that? No. I'll it's make it. Extra schmedium. <laughs> It's extra medium. It's one arm buff, one of Buff's <laughs> arms. Do you, they, Ginge? Do they have the answer? Do they have the uh, winner? Uh, I don't know who who wants to read it. Cody or or or, uh, or Gus? Gussie. Gussie. Okay, Gussie, you get to read the winner of the Sims uh, deal, and we'll even give you like, what do you want? Medieval music? You want to do an announcement like a medieval guy, Gus? Hey, can I get some of that crown out of the fridge? Yeah, buffs ready to party it's that kind of party that's what i'm saying all right does does gus have the winner okay tin tin cup bud yeah tin cup too we could say tin cup yes tin cup he meant you're gonna have to send me a couple cases oh you you hear that luke foley uh old dustin bufflin and brian robinson would would both like a little bit of tin cup fine mountain whiskey Bring it. I'm I'm more of a vodka guy. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Dark whiskey makes me a little uh, dark. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm always in for a good time. Well, the uh, you know that Conor McGregor uh, uh, vodka. I I don't. I've heard about it, but I don't know. Well, I think it. that's under the tin cup brand as well. We'll get we'll get you some of that. We'll get you some of that. Yeah, we'll we'll get you some of that. So, do we have medieval uh, sorceress music? So we can give a Sims. Here he, here he. Jeff Gustafson is about to announce the winner of the Sims Pro Dry Rain Jacket, a $600 value. All right. Uh, Who is it? Who is it? I think he gave me one that would be a hard. I think he does this kind of stuff, but I think he gave me one that's going to be hard to pronounce a little bit. Well, that's good, or else give it to Cody's kid to pronounce. First name is Lauren. Who? Lauren. 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 Torok. Lauren. Yeah. Lauren Torok. Okay. Is that a buddy? I know. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I know Lauren. He's awesome. Man. You know, you know him, Cody. Okay, that's dude, cool. I know Lauren. He is a cool dude. We just went fishing the other day. Seriously. Oh, so this He's ain't awesome, dude. Wait, is this rigged? Did Cody make sure that Lauren won the five hundred dollar rig? Buff, yeah, what is going? I, Buff, I, what is happening I here? Nothing, nothing to do with it. Hey, Lauren is a diehard Sims guy too. I swear, man, he's it's a good winner. Nice. There's a, there's a people's champ right there. <laughs> That's outstanding. <laughs> hey, you guys are all champs. I mean, re- realistically, and uh, and again, thank you for uh, coming on and talking to the Bass Galaxy tonight on the Stray Cast Show, and uh, and, and we really appreciate it, uh, Brian. Best of luck to you. In all your endeavors, buff kick ass at Derbs. Just keep getting better. 
and keep fishing all the time. I love the fact that you're a badass and you're living your dream. Cody, uh, someday, uh, uh, I, we hope to see you at the elites. I don't know what else to say. And uh, and Gus, uh, dude, you're just freaking always awesome. But uh, thanks. Thanks, everyone. Bass Galaxy, give it up for these athletes right here. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Peace. Look at that. Look at that ensemble of, of Avengers right there. All right. There it is, Chinch. The Pro Bass and Athlete Show. In the books. In the books, right? How you feeling, Andy? You feeling good? You feeling loose? You ready to get the heck out of here? Well, let's wind it up. We gotta go. We gotta go see Billy Strings this weekend at the uh, at the Aragon Ballroom. Hang out with our bud Bill Strings. Hey, uh, the Bass Fishing Galaxy. All right. What's that? You don't even have your damn microphone on. I want to hear Elvis again. Elvis. Elvis has left the building. Nah. Elvis has left the building. A buddy is back and he's at Omni fishing. It took a stop at the teach Marine. It put a sails on the Sims rain suit and hopped in a crest line to make the scene. It got Abu and Outcast, Tink Up Whiskey, Alpha Angler and Power Pole. It got the Bite Me Tackle, the Cody Little Hill, Amphibia and Burger too. A War Eagle Line and Lure, and a Hitchy 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 Cow. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's a straight cast glorified version of a bass fishing talk show. That's right. I'm Pat Renwick. Peace. Uh, we're back next week with a greatest hits, or actually a repeat. It's something new on Stray Cast. Peace. Uh, we'll see you back. November 17th is the Stray Cast Thanksgiving Tin Cup Show. We'll see you then. Bass Galaxy, thank you for everything. Guests, thank you. Sponsors, thank you. Peace. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!